Hi, and welcome to a new episode on Women with Stories. Today, I have a special guest that I consider she's a role model for fighting resistance and persevering. She lives in Miami, coach. Um, her mission today is to help as many people as possible to live a happier and fulfilling life. Limor, welcome to Women with Stories podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for accepting the interview. So um, going through the questions, I love what you shared about resistance. You said that uh, when you look at the resistance, you either change the strategy by making new recalculation or add um, or just to let go. So explain to me more, uh, how do you fight resistance uh, in your own, by your own way? Well, everyone have resistance in a different, um, you know, everyone mean a different thing for resistance. So before I answer it, can you tell me uh, what do you mean when you say resistance so I can give you the best answer? Oh, for example, you can, you can ask me how I deal with a certain thing and then I'll give you the answer. Yeah, because going through the journey, your journey, uh, you had uh, major setbacks, like losing your father, being right. a single mom. Uh, it's a really right. tough uh, situation to deal with. And to get back on track and to try to... How did I do that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make it clear so whoever hear us know exactly what we're talking about as well. Uh, so life sucks sometimes and we need to understand that sometimes you know our plate full when it's not perfect but we cannot change anything but ourselves and the way we are looking at things so for example when my dad passed away he was like my love my heart we had very you know unique connection between us but i knew that i cannot bring back nothing that I will do will not bring him back. So instead of putting myself into sorrow, and I did, I, I, you know, I let myself grief. I was crying, I was mourning, I was saying goodbye to him, but then I limited it. So that's the first step. Limit, you know, if you're breaking up with your boyfriend or you have some stress in work and all you want is to go and cover yourself in a blanket at home fine but limited say okay today i feel sorry for myself and i feel like sitting at the kitchen eating a jar of ice cream or chocolate or crying my heart off or seeing a sad movie but tomorrow i'm wait i'm getting up and that's it it's okay if you give yourself three days one week it depends on the situation but you need to limit it okay so this is the first step and at this time that you are experiencing your grief or your pain, let it be. Don't run away from it. Let it be. Experience it and say, yes, I'm angry. I'm, I'm happy. I'm sad. Whatever it is, feel and express yourself with this emotion. Because all those emotions are part of who we are. Hmm. It's all, I'm a spiritual person, so I believe everyone can say, can call it something else. You can call it, uh, I'm sorry, that was my dog. You can call it the creator, God, the universe, whatever you want. But I call it the creator. 
So the creator gave all those feelings to us. Everything is part of us. You cannot take this part and say, I don't want to be upset. I don't want to be sad. Let it be. Again, give it a certain time. Minimize it. Don't let it, okay, I don't know when I'm going to get out of it. No, I'm going to give myself one week. I'm going to give myself three days. And then after you experience that emotion and you are working with this emotion, you're not running away from it, you actually become one. You talk to your fear. You talk to your pain. You talk to your whatever it is that you're feeling. That's one thing. And then what I did is I tried to look on the, what I had and not what I don't have. Because where focus goes, energy flows. Whatever you're going to concentrate on, this is where you're going to be. This is how you're going to feel. If you're going to look into what I don't have, you're going to get more of I don't have. And, and one, one uh, thought will build another thought. So for example, if you're going to think I'm not good enough or I'm not happy or I'm, I'm not loved enough or poor me, I lost my friend, my dad, whatever, you're going to have another thought that's going to come and sit on it, which is a bigger one from the same type, more than I'm not loved, more I'm not worthy, more than I'm not enough, whatever it is. So, and same thing works for the positive way. So if you're going to say, I'm happy, I'm, I'm, I'm lovable, I'm good, you're going to have another thought that's going to show you how good you are and, and why you need to be grateful for. So wherever you switch your shift, your, your thought, this is where you're going to be. So what I did personally, I decided to be thankful for the 42 uh, years that he was part of my life. I decided to say what I am because of him, how his love affects me. And for me, because I'm spiritual, it was easier to say he's not like, he's not gone. He's just not physically here with me. But whenever I want to talk to him, I can. And if I will be centered enough, I'll get the message. And I did. It came to me when I was dreaming. It came to me in, in songs, in other messages, because I was connected. So not everyone losing some, someone to death. Some, some people just have, you know, we talk with about women. You're in love with someone and then you break up. And what do you do with this? It's a lot of pain. Yeah, it hurts. I'm not going to tell you. It's not going to hurt. It hurts and it sucks. And deal with it. But it doesn't stay forever. Because if we look back on relationship that we had that didn't work, that, you know, at that point, that person was the love of your life, is no longer is. It's gone. It's over if you guys broke up, of course. Mm -hmm. So nothing lasts forever. Nothing lasts forever. And with my dad also, I was uh, lucky enough to be able to recover my relationship with my mom after he died because before he did i was very close to him and i had this not really good close relationship with her i blamed her for a lot of things and when he passed away i had that's why i'm saying we grow from the pain it doesn't matter what you're going through everything happened for you and not to you with every situation you can grow, you can become better. Your soul growing to better places. You go in to explore area that you never, you know, explored before. And that's the beauty. Depends what you're looking at. It's painful, but you're going to look at the pain or what you're gaining. It's up to you. It's not going to change the situation. Yeah. 
actually it will change your situation of how you feel. Do you want to go in the world feeling like, and I'm sorry that I'm cursing sometimes, but I don't find any problem with this. You want to walk in the street feeling like shit, or you want to go in, you know, in the world and say, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm, I'm fulfilled. Yeah. yeah, we are not here forever. And the situation not here forever. And when we leave the world, we don't even take our body with us. So we take nothing but memories, but lessons. That's all what we take. So if I got a gift from God to live in this body, I got this heart that beating a hundred thousand times a day without working hard on this, I'm going to appreciate my life. So I'm not going to tell you every day it's fun and no, because we are human and there is challenges. But if you do a good job on yourself, you're going to minimize those moments. You're going to live most of your time in a happy peak state. Yeah. And when you don't, you will have the tools to work on it and to bring yourself into it because the happiness is not around you. It's in you. And if you connect to your inner self, then your whole world around you will change. This is so a I know very... I took it to a different place, but this is yeah. me. It's always go to other area. Sorry to interrupt you, but this is a very good point about the happy state and how you keep yourself positive. Actually, um, for me, like I had um, a, a hard times to to keep uh, a happy state, you know, and people can relate to this, you know, a lot of difficult situation happens to you. So how do you maintain this happy state? If you I'll tell you exactly. Yeah. You ready to do an exercise? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath in and out and take another one. Just take a deep breath in and out. And I want you to put both of your hands on your heart. And I want you to first feel grateful and thankful for this heart. For this heart that is beating a hundred thousand times a day without you need to think about it. Say thank you to this heart for guiding you, for helping you be who you are. And just connect to this and say thank you. And after this, you start to think, go ahead, enjoy it. Put your hand on your heart. It's going to be quick. Put your hand on your heart. And then I just want you to think about one memory that you're really grateful for. That it could be yesterday, it could be today, it could be when you were young. Something that you're really, really grateful for. And just be there in the moment like it's happened now. Like you're right there, you're right there now. And you hear what you heard and you see what you saw and you are feeling what you felt. And it just feels great and you have this smile of grateful. And I'll see another picture of another thing that it's been grateful for, that you are grateful for, that you had. It could be big, it could be small, maybe a reunion, maybe a family member, maybe someone you met that you think you met by mistake, but led you to this great idea or this great person or whatever it is. And just be there in the moment like it's happened right now. See what you saw, hear what you heard and feel what you felt and just be connected to this moment. Hmm. And when you're in a grateful mode, and there is more, but I'm not going to go because we don't have much time. But when you're in a grateful mode, 
how bad can you go? How upset can you be? Because what happened when we are not in a peak state is because where focus goes, energy flows, we can of the what we don't have. I don't have the right man. I don't have enough money. I don't have the right job. I'm not doing what I like. My, I don't get this. I don't have this. So when you with I don't, I don't, I don't, you're going to feel not, not, So if you change your peaks to speak state, think of what you do have, what you're blessed with, what you're grateful for, how lucky you were. Yeah. People tend to celebrate, unfortunately, people tend to celebrate lost and not victories. So for example, if you get a raise at work, you come home and you say, yeah, you know what? They gave me a raise. When they get you fired, you say, my God, they got me fired. What am I going to do? And you're going to call everyone and you're going to talk about it. You don't stop to celebrate the raise like you celebrate your loss. Not just you, human in general. Celebrate failures. We need to stop and say, hey, you did good. Good for you. You had this great interview and it was amazing. You had this great day. Even if you just stopped for one hour and you read a book. Good for you. You read a book. You want to do it for a long time. Or your victories of things that like you didn't work out forever and now you just walk. You went for a walk. It's not a running yet. It's not a marathon, but it's a walk and you did it. So announce it. Yeah. It's really powerful what you have said. And the exercise, it's really getting me in, a, in a, this uh, calm situation. So we just talked about self-love. So how did you have this mature uh, thinking about self-love? When did you feel like you need to give more love to yourself first than serving other people? Well, when I start my journey, I believe that every soul came to this world with a purpose. This is my basic belief. But when I came to this journey, I didn't know all that. I was, I was in pain. I was in pain. I got divorced and then I got second divorce. So when I got first divorce, I had a child with this person and I moved fast. I'm like, okay, you know, nothing happened. It's not me, it's him. And then I got married to the second person, rushing into another marriage, not really checking what happened. Why did you choose this person? Just rushing into it. And it happened really quick before, <laughs> from the minute I married to the minute I divorced. And when I divorced the second person, which was less than a year, I said, okay, you need to stop now. And you need to start looking inside and finding out what's going on. You cannot say on the second time, it's not me, it's them. You can, but you're running from them. You're not running from yourself. You're taking yourself everywhere. And that was the first time I, I was even going into something they call like a coach. I didn't plan to become one. I just went to my own journey. And then I find out so many things about that everything starts with self-love. No matter who you're going to bring me, 
I'm going to peel the onion and we're going to find there the slack, this thing. The thing is that we came to the world with, a, this is how I explain it, that we came to the world with this capacity. And then our family pour some, our parents pour some, then you go to school, they pour some love. Then you leave to the world, to the adult life with half empty or three quarter empty or quarter empty or something is empty you're not full and then what you do you go in the world and you try to find more love you want other people to fill this cup and how we do it we want more attention we want more love we want a recognition we want to feel worthy we want we want we want and then we start pleasing number one thing of woman pleasing let's please why? Because if I'm pleasing someone, I'm better. I'm a better mom. I'm a better friend. I'm a better daughter. I'm a better thing. I'm worthy. And then what happened? We drain ourselves. We became empty because we're not really doing it from a place of really, I want to give to this person. I want to give to get. We don't tell this out to ourselves. We tell ourselves a different story. We we tell ourselves, we give because we're such a great person. Of course I'm going to give. I have such a big giving. I'm not going to say I'm not, not a shitty person. I'm a good daughter. I'm a good son. I'm a good, 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 whatever it is. And then you drain yourself. And then you say, okay, I don't want to give to this person anymore. Really, what happened? You wanted to give two minutes ago? Now you don't want to give at all? What happened? You became from black to white? You've been angry at that person. You become angry. It's like, will you, what do you think you are? The other person didn't ask. They ask, you gave, it was your choice. It's your responsibility. And a lot of time, the other side don't even ask. You just give. You spill, take, take more, love me more, want me more, all this bullshit. And then I stopped and I started to do investigation with myself. What did I give? Why did I give this? Because everything we do come from the subconscious that I know today, but I didn't know back then. 3% of our brain is conscious and 97 is subconscious. So we have belief, limited belief. Things, the way our brain works, like we have this neurons, right? And every time, let's say when a kid, when he was, I don't know, six years old, going to first grade. And the teacher told him, oh, you didn't do your homework? You're so lazy. A small dot form. And then two months after, he forgot to do another time of homework, but it was two months after, it was not day after day. And then the teacher said, you didn't do your homework? You're such a lazy, I want you to bring your parents to a meeting with me. The dot, the form, and the first day time, got even more uh, stronger. And then the parents came and then they went home and the mom and the dad told him, you're such a lazy boy. And then a line formed from this dot, a small thin line. And then someone else told him he's lazy in life and then it was thicker. And now everything he do, he come from, um, I'm lazy, I'm lazy. This is how we create a lot of the things in the subconscious. So when you want to change something, you need to go there to the subconscious. This is why I'm working today with the subconscious. NLP, it's a neuro-linguistic programming, is working with the subconscious. It's not about what we know, it's what we don't know. 
okay? Because we don't know what we don't know. That's the thing. We don't know what we don't know. Uh, anyway, going back to the self-love, I find out that I was a pleaser. And when I start to investigate why I was a pleaser, I find the answer. I just want someone to love me. I just want to feel worthy. I just want to feel, and I even got married because of that, because I want to feel normal. Everyone got married when I was 22, 23. So why not? Everyone had a kid when they were, you know, I did it late, 28. My God, oy babe. So then on the second time, because listen to this, girls. If God show it to you twice in your face, you better look. Because if you're not going to look, he's going to make you look. So don't even wait. You see it on the first time, stop and look. Yes. If you're going to run away from it, it's going to bite you in the butt. This is how it works. So then I didn't have a choice anymore. I needed to stop and observe at me of who I am. And then I find a lot of things. And one of the things, by the way, and it's funny how it's going to connect now. One of the things that happened to me was that one of the major, major understanding about my self-love and acceptance was after my dad died. Um, because I'm Jewish, Jewish people are, after the person died, they sit one week in the house. Everyone come to visit and blah, blah, blah. So my dad passed away and he was my guard. He was like the one that I was everything for him. I'm the second, my, my, my brother and then me, and then we have two more sisters. So I was the first ba baby girl after my son. How was this queen? I didn't know how much he is saving me from everyone else. I didn't know that. Apparently, when I went into all spirituality and all coaching, they start talking behind my back in the family. And they were saying, you know, what happened to her? Maybe she got crazy. Maybe she's this. Maybe she's that. Blah, 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 blah. And he used to tell them, don't tell her anything. Leave her alone. When he died, every all the worm, the box of worm came out at that week. And my older brother came to me and was like, he was yelling and he was saying, you know, I'm not one of your coaches, like you think you philosophy, you talk in spirituality. And he brought everything out, like throwing it out at me. I was standing there crying but not sorrow. I was standing there crying like I got to, this, to the last gap and I was free. And I was, you know what? It's okay if you don't find it. I don't need your approval anymore. I love who I am today. I'm happy with who I am today. And you know what's funny? My mom, my brother, Everyone that was ashamed, my mom, she's like, do you have to post it in Facebook? Do you really need everyone to know that? Like, God forbid, she's sick with something. Today, she will call me and say, hey, I have a friend that need a help. Can you help her? 
or my brother. And the thing is, you know why it happens? Because your outside world is a reflecting mirror of your inside world. So if you see other people don't accept you, it's because you don't accept yourself. When you see other people don't love you, it's because you don't love yourself. And once I did, when I was completely full with myself, loving who I am, they start to do it automatically. And that's the beauty. Yeah. Wow. What you shared is very inspiring. And your story, I'm, I'm just feeling like this, uh, all the knowledge that comes from you and... I feel that I'm related to your story somehow because you know when you change um, countries, you change culture, so you start to doubt yourself and start to 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 see yourself differently. It just yeah, you're different than anyone else. So you should be proud of yourself that you have your own character and you have your own um, your own mistakes, your own journey. So that is really I feel related to it somehow. I tell you, thank you. First of all, thank you for your kind words. And I'll tell you something. One of my breakup, like breakout to the good part, was when I came to the United States, you know, I came to the land of freedom. And I was only trying to work with the Israeli community. And it didn't work. I was not happy. It didn't work. I didn't get what I want to. I was very frustrated, but I was still doing it. Trying. I used to arrange evenings and no one shows. I used to arrange stuff and two people show or five people show. And I was giving and giving and giving until one day I did a switch. I realized it was part of my, of my progress. This is why I say everything I went in life is to help other people to go through and save them the pain. Just give them the tools. Mm. I know today, knowing myself, knowing my going after my agenda and digging really in and connecting to the, to the creator. Every time when I ask today, I don't have a problem with anything I went through. And I went through a lot of not easy stuff. It's not easy. But I know today that everything I went through is to be a light for other women, for other people, for, you know, just to go through my, my own pain. So the minute I decided, because then why did I not go to the American? I went to the land of freedom, really limiting in myself only to Israeli, because I have some accent and maybe I'm going to be mistaken by pronouncing the English in the right way. And in Hebrew, I talk very high language. And now talking English, I'm using the everyday language. And what if people will think I'm stupid? I told myself a whole fucking story. None of it was the truth. And I just kept myself in the comfort zone. So wherever you are, wherever you are, if you are, if you move to a new place, if you are relocating, if you're not in your hometown, go mix with the local, you know, explore yourself because it's only fierce in the head. The minute that I do the switch, this is when everything starts to open. I start to have people acknowledging my knowledge, people looking to have more of my knowledge, people that are, and I'm like, really? Where was I? I took the whole shield and I put it on my eyes. And this is why I'm saying, because you're saying, you know, 
we all, not we all, but a lot of people are immigrants somewhere. They did not born and raised there. They don't have the same culture. They not have the same value. My daughter is American. She come to me with those stupid jokes that I don't get. I'm like, what's, what's up? And when she telling me, and you know what? I make it my power. So whenever I go and I do public speaking, I start with, okay, let me tell you this. I might be mistaken in English, but I'm a foreign person. I can allow it. You can't. So I start with a joke and I break the ice. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really, really, yeah. 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 I, I, I love it. What you say, just started the joke. <laughs> Don't yeah. be hard on yourself. I'm going to make myself the joke. I'm going to make it easier. It's yeah. not going to be in my head. What are they going to think? What they're going to, okay, I have an accent. I might be mistaken. Deal with it. The value I'm bringing is way higher. Good. I have something you guys don't have. And this is what's really people, foreign people need to remember. When you are standing wherever you are right now, you need to remember. Okay. Yeah. So tell me more. Uh, what scares you the most now? Really nothing. Not even dying. Uh, nothing scares me. And this is something, this is a great thing that I'm going to give everyone. When you have hard days, when you have, you know, some doubt, just close your eyes and say, everything is okay. I'm being taken care of. And this is how I feel. I'm being taken care of. It's all fine. I don't scare of anything. If I need to die, then I'll die. If I need to, you know, whatever happened, whatever you got, it's because you can deal with it. That's what I believe. And people go through shitty stuff, I'm not, okay, that's not take the story, you know, but I believe I watch, and this is something I will highly recommend everyone to watch. There is a movie that called Heal. Heal, it's in Netflix, and it talks about how we can heal ourselves through our um, vision, our uh, sights, not just by medicines. I can tell you that my dad, with all the love I had for him, I'm sure that his cancer start from being bitter, from being upset, from not being, you know, um, my, my dad, you know, came from, uh, he born in Iraq and, you know, they have very strict home. Four o'clock, you drink the tea. If you don't come at four, four or five, there is no tea. Like everything was very strict. You know, it's, uh, it was uh, Arabic society, even though it was Jewish, but it was Arabic society, very strict, like no play. And he was like this also. He was like, this is what you need to do, this, 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 and this. It was very like that. And if someone did not give him a respect in his view, then it was hurting him. He didn't respect me. He didn't. People take so many shit from other people and they put it into the body and it become a disease. So don't waste your life on being afraid of anything. We all have two fears though. We all have two fears. The fear I'm not good enough and the fear that I'm not going to be loved enough. This fear never go, okay? We have tools to work with the, fear, with the fear and bring it to the minimum. It will never leave you, it's always there, okay? It's a human fear that everyone have. It's a common fear for everyone. 
the fear I'm not good enough and the fear I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to be loved. Wow. So all our reaction come from there. And once you understand that you need to love yourself and you need to uh, feel good about yourself, this way your love to yourself will not be depend on to other people on what they say and what they think or how they act, then you in control. You don't put yourself, you don't become a marionette doll in someone else's hand. Yeah. Well, Limor, I don't know how to thank you. You have shared a lot of insights and your journey is a very special one. Thank and so last question, where people can find you on social media? Well, they can either find me uh, in Instagram or on Facebook. My Facebook is Limor Lee Debbie. I'm going to write it right here. So you have it in the chat and you can okay. post it with. And people can also contact me um, through the WhatsApp. I, I coach people from all over the world uh, through the Zoom. Uh, what I do is I work with people on their um, subconscious mind. This is my name in Facebook. I'm gonna put um, yeah. outstanding mentor. Hold on. Conscious, um, and we actually work in, in techniques together, mixing the spirituality um, with the NLP, which is a very powerful tool. And this is how we get tremendous, beautiful results. Uh, working on the relationship with yourself, working on relationship with others. And when you work on a relationship with yourself, it affects everything. Weight, relationship, money, it's everything start there. So, okay. Thank, thank you, you so much for having me. Thank you for being here, Limor.